Hi guys, um, this is Cariana, and um, like my first podcast, obviously, like everyone, the second one is still on borderline personality disorder. Ironic for me because I didn't understand the initial assignment. I initially thought that it would be two, like every podcast would be a different disorder, but now I realized that it's on the same disorder that you chose in the beginning. And as I'm reading, you know, like the first, the first um, disorder that I, the borderline personality disorder, but the first one that I did it on was on a client of mine. But for some reason, as I'm doing this podcast, the second one, trying to figure out the different viewpoints people have, there's like a particular person that comes into mind. So to start off, basically... Um, borderline personality disorder is obviously person. Borderline personality disorder is obviously an illness, and this illness it causes you to struggle with your emotions, and because of this, it affects relationships that you have with people around you, whether it's um your intimate relationships or any relationships that you have it's you know it's a it's a um personality disorder and it's a pattern of unstable and intense relationships and two of the viewpoints that um during my research that I realized was one of them was there's evidence to suggest that it would be a genetic component which means that if I was born or I developed or it was a gene, like I was born with it, with um, borderline personality disorder, then it's a likelihood, they're saying that it's a likelihood of my children getting this disorder or they're prone to it or they're prone to other psychiatric disorders. So it's saying that genetic factors may cause a slight susceptibility to, you know, someone developing borderline personality disorder. And obviously that this would be only, like, this would be um, caused, like, in a triggering environment. So, like, if I was abused or if I was neglected as a child, then that could trigger my borderline personality disorder. Because it could be within me, but then once I get that abuse or neglect or abandonment, then it will be triggered. Um, another viewpoint is that some medical professionals have the belief of it being a physical problem in the brain that causes borderline personality disorder. So it could be, um, brain damage caused to a child in the belly. It could be during birth or it could be after birth. It's just... You know, they have all of these, and it's only some medical professionals. It's not all of them, but they believe that physical problems in the brain might be a contributing factor. Um, Sometimes they see these abnormalities, like if they do like MRIs or brain imaging, they see abnormality that 
borderline personality disordered patients suffer. They can see it when they do these brain imaging. So I guess that's the reason why they say that this is a viewpoint, that it's a physical problem. And my thing is, between the genetic component and the physical problem, genetic component, I don't want to really sound like I'm for the genetic component, but I'm a kind of person who believes that, like, okay, yes, if you are born with something, then something can trigger it. Like, you know, like, you could be fine your whole life. Like, let's say I'm allergic to peanuts, right? But I never ate a peanut in a day in my life. You know, it, I wouldn't be triggered by that, you know, that um, that thing, I guess. But with the... With the um, physical thing, I honestly, that, that, I'm not, sh- I can't, I don't know if I could put my finger around, um, like, a something happening, something physically happened, like a car accident happening, and then, bam, my baby has borderline personality disorder. To me, that doesn't really, you know, spell sense. There's another, um theory that they had other than the physical damage to the brain which was um like a chemical dysfunction so like the chemical dysfunction in the brains of these borderline personality um disorder patients so that would be like they would have imbalances of several chemicals which would be like serotonin dopamine um i can't even pronounce this no epinephrine norepinephrine i think but okay or noradrenaline and these like imbalances of these can cause borderline personality disorder this one is more believable because it's a chemical dysfunction whereas the physical one like i said like if if i were to you know be hit or a car accident, bam, you know, borderline personality disorder, then I feel like all disorders could happen like that. And to me, I know we weren't supposed to take sides, but to me, that side isn't as pulling as the genetic component or the chemical dysfunction. And um, so they said that there's hormonal and chemical imbalances found in some of the borderline personality disorder patients so this is also why this is a theory but all of these theory they lack evidence to prove it like they have some they have some like some here and there some clients who have like the the brain map the brain imaging of the physical problems they say that some borderline personality disorder patients have that and then they have the gene component the genetic component you know, some, the triggering environment, some borderline personalities have, personality disorder patients have those. And then, of course, in the chemical dysfunction, when they check for the imbalances of those subjects, then you can see it. But it's all like, it's not hard evidence. It's just like, okay, so if you, if I have borderline personality disorder, and I also have a back injury, you know, they, they can't say, okay, well, because she has a back injury with borderline personality they can't pinpoint to say this is why like just because she has borderline personality disorder this is the reason why you know because it's genetics like in terms of like my cousin my cousin has a husband or ex-husband who has borderline personality disorder and in some ways you would 
try to say, okay, well, I see it in the son. Like the son has anxiety or he has some sort of um, psychiatric disorder because you could see it like the the way how he acts and the way how he responds. So, yeah, so I, I feel like I don't want to say that, oh, I'm more for the gene or I'm more for the chemical imbalance, but I do believe if something happens, like the genetic component, then that could be triggered by an environment, or if the chemical dysfunction happened, then, you know, the, you know that's hormonal changes or chemical imbalances that's found, you know, from the, you lacking serotonin, you lacking dopamine, or, you know, and that could also be caused by environmental things going around you, like factories and all that um, kinds of things. So, they said that the um, the genetic and the environmental theories are to be held credible because of childhood experiences. And these develops or these increases the chances of, you know, a person having borderline personality disorder. So I guess also, you know, this basically ties back to what I was saying with the the more the genetic component or the chemical imbalances or hormonal imbalances versus the physical problem. But, yeah, so thank you guys. I don't know if I introduced myself in the beginning, but I'm going to go ahead and say that now that thank you for listening and this is my um, viewpoint on borderline personality disorder. And I know we weren't supposed to really pick sides or pros and cons or but I feel like you know I did a good job (laughs) but thank you guys so much for listening